What's going on, everybody? Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. I'm not singing this time. No. Nope. Boys are back. <clears throat> tell your friends. All your friends. Tell them every. Tell them. Tell them that Intercode Podcast is the best podcast you ever heard in your entire life, and everyone needs to listen to it and and jump for joy. Yeah, hit that like button and follow and and all dance that in the streets and share with your friends. Yes, yes. And dance like nobody's watching. Oh, oh no, that's the no. Dance like everyone's watching. Shake it like a salt shaker. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Enter Code Podcast. We have some fun topics to discuss tonight. So glad you can tune in. As always, please let us know if you have any suggestions for our podcast. If you have any feedback, both positive and negative, they're all welcome. All your feedback's welcome. You can go ahead and you can give us this feedback on our social media pages. We're at EnterCodePod on Twitter and Facebook, and we're at EnterCodePodcast on Instagram. Or you can search us on Anchor.fm and type in EnterCodePodcast, and you'll find us. And we're on most podcast services, too. Yes. We're, yeah. I You know, I haven't even checked if they've added any new ones, but there's, I mean, do, do people use things other than Spotify? Yeah. I mean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, that's what uh been in my neighborhood. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Apple Podcasts is on there. That's right. There's some of these other ones. I'm just like, I wonder if, I mean, I kind of figured that, you know, Apple and Spotify have taken over the globe at this point. Oh, yeah. So anyway, if you don't like those mainstream ones, there's lots of other podcast uh, services that we are on. So we'd love for you guys to share this with your friends and listen and keep uh, giving us feedback and just let us know what you want us to discuss. We're, we want this to be a podcast that serves you know your interests as well we love talking to each other but we love to get you know would love to have some questions and things like that that we can bring on future episodes so without further ado what have you been doing this week i know we uh, recently posted an episode um not too long ago so what's been new you've been watching anything you've been playing anything you've been chilling like a villain what, what, what's that mean? I don't understand. What, <laughs> what you talking about? It's it's hashtag dad life. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this because yeah, it's we've we've been kind of grinding at work and grinding with the home life. So not a ton of gaming as much as I would like to or TV watching. However, I did jump on a stream with Jason and the Game Octane crew. And we played uh, Left 4 Dead 2 oh, on PC. Nice. Yes. So um, if anyone's interested, that video on demand is on the Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Game Octane. But it, it, Left 4 Dead 2 was one of my favorite Xbox 360 games that I played with my buds. Oh, yeah. Love that game. Classic. So they recently came out like maybe a week or two ago with this massive update that they put in some more voice lines, they put in more survival maps, they put in just more content, and even a campaign map where they took one of these um, fan-made survival maps and they extended it to make it to like an actual campaign. Um, you know, like the traditional ones where you have like four stages and kind of an end horde mode as mm. you try to complete objectives. But anyway, it's just... Even after all these years, it just plays so well and is so much fun. And it's so hard. Like, I don't know if it's just because I'm like, <laughs> you know, practice. my, yeah, and my hand eye coordination is not exactly what it used to be, but 
Oh man, there were moments where we were getting creamed. That game was hard back in the day too. Well, it was. I mean, if you got a good crew together, then you know you can usually handle it. But man, I kept making mistakes left and right. And uh, one of our buddies uh, who played with us, Chris, his son <laughs> was kind of <laughs> he he was he was carrying the team. Let's be honest. Um, but it, it was it was it brought back a lot of fond memories. And there's a lot of stuff that was really cool i mean it's so it's 10 bucks on steam like and and that's 10 bucks well spent it was well well spent i mean when they did the update oh there was a weekend where they had it down to like two dollars to buy yeah yeah i mean even then it's like <laughs> you know the sale price is no duh you have to do it but um for ten dollars it's just a ton of content and boy they pc is a little different than xbox i think it's just a little more detailed with the zombie yes yeah. and yeah and, and i don't know if that was new but i'm just like oh my goodness that guy <laughs> that guy blew up and you that was gross uh anyway yeah it just so that's what i was i played i, I played with the boys over the weekend it was a ton of fun but nothing for you you've been you know catching up on any shows or anything fun um, like that i've been watching some uh animes that i grew up with just kind of getting back into them watching inuyasha and the Giver. It's a very gruesome anime. Excellent. All about chopping up and fighting monsters and cool alien armor and stuff. Sweet. You know, good wholesome family. Wholesome fun. family fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, game wise, if I turn on a game, it's usually I'm playing Spellbreak. Oh, that's the one I'm trying to get you. To play I know. With me. I know. I Bro, gotta. I, I gotta feel like get... the Avatar. Come on, man. <gasps> I know. I have to. I this weekend. Remind me this weekend. I gotta turn on the Xbox. I gotta download it. Okay. I I guess I've also just been kind of. I don't know. In this weird lull, because like I know next gen's right around the corner, mm. and so I'm kind of like really excited for that to a point where I mean, if I don't turn on my current stuff. I'll be okay <laughs> until the until the new hotness comes out. Uh, um, but I do I do need I want to jump on Spellbreak with you because it does sound super fun. Yeah, for you, those of you guys who don't know, Spellbreak is a free to play game. Uh, it's kind of imagine playing Fortnite where you have you know it's a forty two person battle royal, but you get elemental power. So that's why I said if you've watched you know Avatar: The Last Airbender on Nickelodeon, so you've got like your earth powers and fire. Um, there's fire, water, wind, lightning, ice, earth, and toxin. Is there wind, water, and heart? Go planet. Yes. <laughs> no, no heart. No heart. Okay. No. People Good. are very vicious in this game. Excellent. But it's cool. So you get to mix and match the different elements. So you could have like wind with toxin. So you'd like throw down a tornado and throw the toxin in there. And it's just like a tornado, like toxic or... Yeah. You know, you throw like a fireball and it explodes with the toxin and stuff like that. So that part intrigues me because when I first, you know, when you're first describing it, I kept thinking, you know, you, you sure you have like one element, right? But the ability to mix them, they yeah. could get some pretty crazy combinations. So some pretty sick combos. Okay. Let's play yeah, Let's do it. Let's play this weekend. Just throw something at me. Okay. Remind me. Remind me to jump Can on Can I throw it. something at you? Sure. Like, really? I mean, I don't see why not. Sweet. I'll throw a cookie. Oh, yes. All the cookies. It'll be a crumble cookie. Oh, stop it. <laughs> That's so messed up. Sorry. There's, yeah, you know, for all those friends in Utah that know about crumble cookie, they are magnificent. 
I'm assuming they're nationwide, aren't they? Crumble cookie? I don't know. I never heard of them until I moved here. I didn't either. I don't know. There's weird stuff in Utah that I didn't think would work, but do. Like, it does. You know, soda stores, or like, so, you know, soda, not even stores, soda, I, what, what is fizz and Swit? you know? Uh, it's almost like fast food soda. Yeah. Like, soda combination. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the Starbucks of sodas. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there's like, the you know, all kinds of those here in Utah and then crumble cookie and... Utah's weird, but we love it. We love it. We absolutely love it. You want to know what I almost turned on the other day? What? You're laughing at me. Oh, geez. My hero. I almost did it. Why didn't you? Because, I don't know. Bro. Like, my whole family... Yeah, I got him hooked. You're welcome. I know. I know. My Hero Academia. <laughs> almost, so good! Almost turned it on because my two oldest love the show. Manuela, my wife, loves the show. And maybe I just want to be a part of their conversation and know what they're talking about. It's worth it, man. I don't know. Four seasons? How many episodes a season? Depending on the season. I mean, most <clears throat> excuse me, most animes are maybe like 24 episodes a season. They okay. go by really quick, though. Okay. They're like maybe... 23 minutes an episode. Oh, okay. So like a more like a traditional yeah, television show. It's okay. pretty short. Okay. All right. I mean, I will forewarn you, the main yes. character, De- Deku, or Midoriya, whatever you want to call him. Yes. He is very whiny, but yes. he gets better yes. in the end. Green-haired dude, right? Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah, but you'll love All Might. Okay. All Might's like... For those of you that don't know, My Hero Academia is basically... It's a superhero anime where... It's a world where all these people have different, what's called a quirk. So it's like superpowers. So, you know, you have ice powers or fire or super strength or and All Might is basically, he's like the best hero out there. He's like Superman. Mm-hmm. So he's that iconic character and it's just kind of him teaching the next generation of superheroes. So it's really fun. I'd recommend it. Okay. I'm yeah. all caught up. I'm waiting on you. Well, so, so it's still going, right? Yeah, it's so... Not- um, they're on season four. Next season won't be out until next year. Oh, okay. But four seasons, and they've done two full-length movies so far. Okay. Do they do, like, one episode a week type of thing? So when the season comes, then the, like, season five comes it's about out? about an episode a week, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But I think when I saw the trailer, it's, like, early next year. I think maybe in March. Oh, really? And so you, you got time to catch up. I got time. I got time. They're on seasons one through three. Three are on Hulu, mm-hmm. and then four is on Crunchyroll. I'll let you use my Funimation login. Okay. Oh, Funimation. There it's we got go. All of it on there. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll. 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 I gotta at least try. I gotta see. Yeah. You know. Give it a try at some point in time. Yeah. I don't know. It's fall break. Maybe I'll go wild and go watch an episode or two. I'm pretty sure there's some characters that you're just gonna love. Okay. All right. Just knowing you. Okay. Just as long as it, I mean, cause yeah, the guy's a little whiny. But I mean, but a lot of characters in anime starting uh, out are whiny. Yes, they do. I mean, Naruto was whiny. Oh, yes. Goku, when he was a kid in Dragon Ball, was very whiny. Very whiny. No, that's true. That's true. All right, it's I'm just... gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You heard it here first. He just committed. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta commit to at least, and I can't watch just one because you know, sometimes shows take a while to build up. I, I challenge so... you to at least watch season one. If you're not hooked after at least season one, oh, the whole season. Bro, you wow. can do that in one setting. You can watch it at work when you're not doing anything. You're doing too much, man. <laughs> when I'm not doing anything, <laughs> excuse me. Wow. I wish. I wish. Uh, <laughs> well, we're all just, I think we're all just trying to survive and 
you know, do the best we can. Try to catch up on on shows and games and stuff right. like that. But we need some outlets here and there. That's right, especially with everything going. Yes, on. we do. Yes, we do. Well, and speaking of one of our favorite outlets, we wanted to talk about some wrestling. WWE, baby, baby. So we we try to have at least a couple episodes, I would say, a month about wrestling, just yeah. kind of the state of things, and also when there's a pay per view, we try, you know, to talk about what happened and give our professional analysis because you know obviously um, WWE needs to hire us as writers. Yes, you know? we've said this multiple times, um, and I'm I'm gonna just flat out say um, I'm gonna take credit. For things that are going on right now yeah yes okay. i think i think they listen to our little podcast and they're like oh my goodness believable storylines that last a long time right wow let's try it and see what happens and sure <laughs> enough we got a couple really interesting and really good storylines hmm, funny how that works funny how it works you know give the audience time to engage in the product and they'll stick around and see what happens I know, it's crazy talk. It's crazy talk. Although, I think they are, I mean, every once in a while they do what's called a draft, where certain superstars go to different shows. So, yeah. some will go to Raw, some will go to SmackDown. Let's talk about it. And so, you know, traditionally, you would have a GM for both shows. Yes. And they'd be like, you know, I choose this superstar, and I choose this superstar. And, you know, when we had the audience live there... You'd feel like this, yeah, or be like, oh, okay, that's a weird choice. Yes. And this time it was just Stephanie McMahon, who's, you know, one of the owners of the company. That's right. Um, she was just kind of reading off this card. Well, SmackDown chooses this person and yeah. Raw chooses this person. It's like, it was kind of lackluster. Yeah. And most of the superstars didn't really switch shows. Mm -hmm. There are, so if you go on the WWE Network, they have a five-part mini-series called Ruthless Aggression. And I think it's the last episode? Or the fourth episode? Fourth or fifth episode? That's when, during that era, that's when they had their first draft. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting hearing the, 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 the wrestlers talk about it. Because, you know, it got to a point where it would shake things up. But then they took it as a sense of pride. Like, okay, I want to outdo... The, you know, Raw, or mm -hmm. I want to outdo SmackDown. And so lately, the the lines have been blurred, I would say. Even though stars are drafted to the different shows, they, we still get these weird run-ins and things like that of, of cross, you know, <laughs> cross-mixing. Like who was on what show doesn't make any difference because they always end up on the show. Anyway. Somehow, right? Yeah. And they always have these weird rules of like... And I can't remember the wording of it, but like last year, for example, they had the draft last year. The spoiler alert, they have the draft every year. But when they did the draft last year, they did it almost like um like the like an NFL draft where they had, you know, raw and smackdown executives all in a room and mm -hmm. they'd do their their um <laughs> they would make the announcement and then they would cheer. And you know, it's obvious that they're not real executives, it's just hired people to cheer but anyway it made it kind of goofy and fun but then they had these weird rules of having like you know being a having a couple superstars from each show could move to the other one you know uh, like i think they have like i don't know four total or something weird anyway there's weird stipulations but you're 100 right it you know it shakes things up sometimes it doesn't really shake things up 
too much. Mm-hmm. And because you're still going to get, you know, people going back and forth. Uh, what would you say? Well, what do you want to do first? Do you want me to tell you who's on which roster? Or do you want to talk about the shakeups? I would say the shakeups or maybe the head scratchers. Okay. I don't think we need to go through the whole list. They can look that up. <sighs> Will they, though? Will you? Oh, they will. Because they want to know. <laughs> there's a great so there's a great website, um, Wrestling Observer Figure Four Online. I know that's a mouthful, but F4WOnline.com. So Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez. Um, Dave Meltzer's been in the wrestling biz. Um, reporting on it for decades so very in-depth um lots of analysis that you can you can you know sign up for um but going on there we'll have a breakdown of all those um all the moves and things like that but john why don't you go first what are then you know so we don't have to read off these names what were some of the surprises for you in terms of um let's start with who moved what were some Um, of the surprises for who moved surprise for me was you know, the night of the new day, we know we got Xavier Woods came back. He was out yes. with his injury. He had an Achilles tear last summer. Yeah, so he's been out for a hot it, minute. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it was a house show in Australia or something like that. Anyway, the, tore his Achilles, and as you guys know, Achilles Achilles injuries take a long time. Doesn't matter who the athlete is, yeah. it takes a while for it to heal. Um, you know, luckily. I, how do I say this nicely? In a way, we were fortunate. I don't want to celebrate the injury. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. I don't want to celebrate it. But in a way, we were fortunate that he was injured because he spent so much time on Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, the, you know, his video game YouTube channel. Yeah. And I think he's done some really cool stuff, especially with COVID going on, making some really entertaining content. Oh, yeah. Um, usually, if you need some good laughs, we recommend that YouTube yes, channel. Yeah, usually he would have the wrestlers, like, when they're all backstage, like, he would, you know, film that way. But he's they're adapting, and he's made some really entertaining videos, you know, of them all having Twitch, you know, channels and stuff. Oh, that's what we're going to talk about. I forgot. We, we got to talk about that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, spoiler alert. You know, the WWE isn't very happy about wrestlers on oh, their yeah. Twitch channel. So we'll talk about that in a second. Stay tuned. Yes. So anyway, glad he's back. Um, again, I I'm, I don't I didn't I don't want to wish him to be injured, but he made some great content when he was injured. So hopefully he can keep that up. Oh, I think he um, will. That's his baby. That it is. It but is. He's I don't working know if you real hard. The footage, like watching him being back in the ring, like he was showing. Hey, I still got. Oh this. yeah, he was. He was. He was flying yeah, pretty good. Like, flying halfway across the ring, like doing an elbow drop on Shinsuke. Like yes, oh, thing of beauty. Yes, yes. But anyway, um, him and Kofi Kingston they won the SmackDown titles, and for those of you that don't know, they are part of a trio with you know themselves and Big E part of the new day (laughs) and so it was interesting because kofi and xavier woods got drafted to monday night raw but biggie stayed on smackdown Mm -hmm. then in my head i was like how do you take the smackdown champions to raw and you know later in the draft you know as this was going on over the couple of days the raw tag team champions got drafted to smackdown yeah so they had a little segment where they had like a WWE official and they were like, 
let you know they exchanged titles so new day became the raw champions and the street profits became the smackdown champions right and it was a fun little interaction like mm-hmm. you know what is it uh not ford but uh dawkins angelo yeah, dawkins. oh yes, yes 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 he was like you know as he's handing his belt over to uh woods he was like take care of priscilla treat her nice <laughs> and i was like that's awesome yes. i love that he named his belt right and it was just like it was silly but it works for their characters oh yeah no absolutely and they're both great tag teams yeah exactly i think um i will say this i kind of wished that cesaro and and nakamura would have the the belts a little longer yeah you know, it was I, very short it was a short run but yeah it was weird that they split up new day and it's weird because I just I don't know if I believe that WWE is committed to Big E having a singles run. Like fandom, as fans, we want him to have a singles oh, run. Yeah, it's overdue. We want him to do well. We want him to get gold. You know, we want him to earn a belt or two or three. You know, we want him to do that. You know, will they commit to doing that? You know, will they let him be him? You know, he has the ability. We know how funny he can be. Mm-hmm. We know he is hilarious. Yeah, Absolutely but he's also got hilarious. that switch for when he needs to be serious. He like, and he can be serious. He puts on a, ooh, puts yes. on a clinic. Exactly. He's Biggie, great. You a beast. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. I hope this means they will commit to him. I don't know. Even if it's like an intercontinental championship, like let's get him some gold. Let's let mm-hmm. him keep it. Get him in a good run with someone. Um, I don't know. Bring back the five count. That'd be kind of funny, right? Back in his NXT <laughs> days, he would make the ref count to five, you know, because he just would devastate his opponent. So three, you know, counting to three is is he don't need that. He needs five. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it was weird. It was weird. There was another um. There was another breakup in the draft, and that was Heavy Machinery. But that one, they haven't really been. No, much together. No, Otis has taken off. Yeah, um, Otis has been uh, it, it, heavy machinery. They're, they're the big beefy boys. Not another tag team, um, but Otis won the Money in the Bank, and you know he's kind of taken off on his own little storyline. And the other guy Tucker's kind of been you know doing his supporting. Own thing. Yeah, right. So that one didn't surprise me, but the New Day for sure. New Day was a huge shock, I would say. Um, are there any other ones that you can think of that were surprising to you? Um, it was mm, interesting to see, like some people got switched over. So Alexa Bliss and mm-hmm. The Fiend mm-hmm. got called up to Monday Night Raw, <gasps> and yes. Seth Rollins, who calls himself the Monday Night Messiah, yes. is now on Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> so is he the Friday Night Father? What the is he? <laughs> The Friday the, night the Faja. Faja? The Friday night Faja. What rolls off the tongue like Monday Night Messiah? Um, Friday. Oh, that's a really good Friday question. Friday Night Fallen Angel? Nah, nah that's, that's not very hard. good. Like, how do you keep that gimmick when that's what you were? Right, right. Um, SmackDown Messiah? Mm. It's gotta be. I think. I wonder if it's not. I. I kind of wonder if he's gonna go away from like the not saying the day of the week. I wonder if he'll tie in SmackDown somehow. Mm. I don't know. The SmackDown Savior. 
Ooh. That kind of goes. I can see that. You know, SS, SmackDown, Savior. I mean, okay. There might be some work. Um. <laughs> but it was interesting as well because, you know, he's had that feud going on with the Mysterios. So yes. Ray and Dominic went to SmackDown as well. Correct. They'll keep that going, which it's gotten... Interesting. Interesting. Um, they kind of took like a page out of the old... WCW playbook and <laughs> your daughter's not really your daughter. Dun dun dun. And it's like, come. And your daughter's on. got feels for this older gentleman. Right. Are you okay with this? Yeah. It's just like, okay, all right. Murphy headed over there as well. It's like, yeah, they transported that whole storyline over. Did you see that? I think it was a tweet a while back, kind of when this all started, where. Uh, Dominic kind of broke character and said like Seth was very fun to work with and like he's learning a lot from him. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, way to break character. Yeah, like, you're supposed to be like, no, this guy is a terrible human being. Right? Why is he doing this to my family? But I mean, you see them in ring together. Like, oh yeah, you can tell that Seth is working with him. Yeah, Seth is phenomenal. What a great, just a great partner. to, yeah. to be with. Yeah, it's it, I, in a way. I, I remember we talked about this and kind of were not digging the storyline at first, and boy, it got better. It just it it was a slow, weird start, and then kind of over time, it just got better yeah. and better. Well, I think when you you know when you have a storyline that doesn't involve eyes, then oh, maybe right. uh, no eye gouging. Yeah, it gets a little bit better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, there was a couple other interesting ones for me. Um, you know, a name that we haven't heard in a long, long time was Lars Sullivan. Mm -hmm. Um, Lars Sullivan, if you guys do not know, he was touted as this big, uh, a big arrival on... The next big thing. Yes. Either Raw or SmackDown. Was it a year ago? Two years ago? It was about a year ago. So... He was, you know, they were talking about he's this big bad heel, he's a monster, he had a couple matches, and then unfortunately he had kind of a nervous breakdown. Um, I'm not sure if it was anxiety involved or what, but he took some extended time off of wrestling. Something Maybe happened. Handle the pressure. Right. I think there was pressure involved being in the arena with the fans. I, something. I think. I, I think. It, I want to think it was anxiety. Something Maybe it was, was too soon, kind of thing. Right. Right. So he's been out of the picture for a long time. And even when he was out of the picture, some stuff came up of like previous things he said on social media and things like that that were kind of questionable. So it was just interesting that he's, you know, I guess back. Um, which is kind of interesting. I don't know what they're going to do with them. You know, I, I, I kind of think that they I, should have just left them off TV personally. Yeah. But I mean, kudos for trying, but I yeah. don't care. Yeah. I don't, you know, there's nothing about his character that I'm like, oh, he's cool. You know, yeah. like we already got like a Braun Strowman, you know, We've like got Brock whenever he comes in. Right. We got the big like monster. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need, you know, we don't need this guy. So that was interesting. That was for me kind of interesting. Um, another interesting thing, because you already kind of mentioned Street Profits and, you know, New Day, for example. I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they drafted tag teams, you know, and, and, and I don't know why I always remember the draft being individual, like you draft the wrestler, 
But in this case, there were several tag teams that were, you know, Nakamura and Cesaro, for example, they were a pair that were drafted during mm-hmm. that round. Um, Ziggler and 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 Bob and Robert Roode, for example, glorious. <laughs> um, you know, they were drafted. Street Profits were drafted together. Um, you know, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan were drafted together. So I will say, just kind of. Tagging onto that or yeah. piggyback onto that. Yeah. I'm glad we've got more tag teams. Oh, sure. I feel like that's been missing with yeah. WWE. Like, it's all been up the singles, and it's right. like, okay, we need more teams. We yes. need more stables. Like, let this go. Yeah. I think, um, you know, part of me feels that this is a response to how well the tag team division in AEW is. Oh, and because yeah. there's so many great, great tag teams, and they they're highlighted. Like there's a lot of tag matches in AEW, so I kind of wonder if it's just like a oh, okay, maybe we need to get our act together because you know there's all these great tag teams, but we you know WWE compete. never showed them off really. No, you know, never gave them too much love. Um, but you know, with and and it wasn't even tag teams like Hurt Business. All of them were drafted together. Yeah, and uh, Retribution. And Retribution all yeah. drafted Stables. together. Yes, exactly. So, um, unfortunately, you know, T-Bar wasn't drafted on his own. Or, um, what's his name? Oh, Slapjack, you know, what wasn't drafted by wow, himself. they really thought outside the box with those names. Yes. Oh, do you know that um, uh, Kim has a name? I believe she is referred to as Reckoning. At least that's what it says in this article right here. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um, another, you know, and and it, I guess another reason why it's weird as well. You know, for example, looking over this list, um, Mandy Rose was drafted, you know, to Raw by herself, and then so was Dana Brooke, but they've been tagging together. So it's just it was just kind of yeah. So they're not an official tag team, but yeah. It's just kind of interesting, you know, I just, I guess I, I, I assumed with the draft it'd be individual by individual, but in some cases it was either groups were drafted at the same time or tag teams were, and again, except for New Day who they were split up. So anyway, um, so interesting. It's the draft is always interesting because you you never know where it's going to lead. You know, it, it could be very cool. Um, or it won't matter because we're going to see wrestlers jump over all the time. Oh, yeah. I guess the question, the next question we want to ask ourselves, and it's too early to predict, but let's pretend. Let's just predict. Which one do you think is going to offer the most entertainment, Raw or SmackDown? Based on, these, on, on who was drafted where, what do you think? Who do you think will have better matches? I'm kind of torn because I like wrestlers on both shows, but uh-huh. I feel like I've had more entertainment lately on Raw. Like, you know, yeah. you've got the Drew and Orton thing going on. You've got the Hurt Business. Yes. And their little rivalry. You know, they did have a rivalry with uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Yep. But Cedric Alexander joined them, and I think they're trying to bully Ricochet into it, which I don't know if you saw that match. I think, like, the stipulation was if Ricochet lost against Cedric... Then he'd have to join the Hurt Business. Oh, and did he? Did he lose? No, he actually pulled an Eddie Guerrero move. What? Yeah. What'd he do? You didn't see it? No, I oh, didn't. No, okay, no, no, no. so for those of you who didn't see, including Ryan, spoiler alert, this is your forewarning. 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> so you know how Eddie would like pretend like somebody hit him in the face with something and That's just right. lay there. Yeah. So um, MVP grabbed a chair. Excuse me. The ref somehow got knocked down and he's like, Cedric, Cedric. So he slides the chair in there, but Ricochet grabs it. And Ricochet just kind of holds it like he's going to hit MVP or Lashley because they all get up on the ropes. And then he just hit, he just slams it down on the ground. And as the ref is getting up, you see Ricochet fall over and just like holding his face like, oh, oh, because he throws the chair to <sighs> Cedric. And the ref was like, ring the bell, ring the bell. Oh. And MVP's like, he didn't do anything. What are you talking about? And I was just like, oh, oh my word. Wow. What an homage. Okay. Like. Wow. But what if they have Ricochet do Eddie Guerrero stuff, like, in the future? Ooh. Oh, my word. <laughs> Bring some interest to his character back. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. They so that could do something with Ricochet, and, like, that was cool. Like, some of the moves he did in the ring, too. Like, him oh. and Cedric, like, two high flyers and quick yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. They play off each other really well. Dude, that's awesome. If they can get something like that going, Ooh. then, that'd be fantastic. Imagine if Ricochet started doing an amazing frog splash. <sighs> Don't don't we did tease the me. Three amigos or... Don't no don't don't tease me. Don't he could don't do, do it. it. No, I know he can. Ricochet, you're the one and only. We believe in you. Do it. Oh my gosh, that'd be so amazing. Just it's something with him because yes. they they botched his his. Uh, you know, it was too calling silly. up to Raw. It was bad. It was really really bad. Uh, I think I think you're right. I think potentially with the roster on Raw. There's some really good storylines that can happen. Um, SmackDown have some great wrestlers, so I think there's going to be good wrestling on SmackDown. Uh, I, I think storyline, you know, could be really interesting with Raw. Um, for example, with Fiend being on Raw along with um, Alexa Bliss. For those of you who don't know, Bliss is kind of going over to the Fiend side. And I did see the highlight there where she freaked out um, Zelina Vega and Andrade. Andrade. And she was like hanging upside down like the Fiend or like yes. how Bray used to do. And then Fiend shows up and they both do the, the Sister, Sister Abigail. Oh, it just. That was just beautiful. Right. And just like that sinister look. Like I think someone posted this. And, like, the best caption, I think, is, like, I got a Joker and Harley Quinn vibe going on. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. I like this. Right, right. It could work so well. So I'm I'm hoping they continue with this. Again, a long-term build that's building to something good. Mm -hmm. You see, WWE is listening to us. (laughs) Um, You put out in the universe, it happens. Exactly. Exactly right. Um... You know, going over the looking over SmackDown real quick, um, Roman Reigns has been having a very, very good storyline with uh, Jey Uso. So having them both on SmackDown, that's good. They can keep that going. Um, You know, again, another one taking its time, developing, not forcing. It just, it's believable. Yep. Because you know, just so you guys kind of know to paint this picture. Roman Reigns has always been more or less like a face, which is a good guy in the yeah, business. That's right. Now he's kind of more like this heel role, like he's a dominant champion. And him and Jey Uso are cousins and part of like the Ono, oh, Onowahi family. I'd yes. I probably butchered that. Uh, Polynesian, Samoan family. Yeah. And Roman is like the character arc is Roman is like, I'm the one that's putting food on the table. I'm the big dog. I'm your tribal chief. Like, say it. And Jay's like, no, I'm not going to say it. 
I ain't bowing down to you. Uh-huh. And Jay's like, I want that belt. Yep. Like, it's my time to shine. Yes. All this time us growing up, like, you've always been the bigger and stronger one. I can hold my own. And I'm like, ooh. I'm like, Kofi Mania again? It feels like it. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. It's, it's, they, even with this draft, and they did the draft in, in a smart way, where storylines that were going are still gonna go and there's intriguing things you know roster additions on both of them that could potentially make things even more exciting so kudos to wwe for doing i think the draft right i mean i think that's the bottom line right yeah you know they want to shake things up but they're not going to shake things up too much where they're destroying the these storylines that they're finally finally put an effort in and making them very exciting and very interesting just do right by biggie and the new day that's all i ask <sighs> please do please do i just it, it we knew it was coming it's just weird that it's coming now when mm-hmm. xavier is finally back like anyway very very weird <laughs> so kudos to WWE for that but let's we'll talk about real quick as we wrap up the show um you know, some of the negative with WWE. You, you got to take the positive and the negative. And so, you know, last thing I want to discuss with you, John, to get your input is the new uh, the new Twitch policy for WWE. <laughs> if you see, if you saw John's face, you would, um, you would, you would laugh. So here's here's the interesting thing. WWE wrestlers for some reason are considered independent contractors so basically somehow back in the good old days vince you know convinced others that you know he doesn't have to do certain things because they're independent contractors so it saves him a ton of money on taxes and he doesn't have to pay them for like benefits and anyway it's just a kind of a dirty rotten situation and so you know, a lot of wrestlers have spoken out about it in the past, about being it just basically having no rights while they're being independent wrestlers, and so it kind of took a step forward, you know, a step in the wrong direction when it came to, you know, Twitch streaming and Cameo. Is that the website? Uh, the the website Cameo where you can pay to have like a celebrity or a musician or someone to, you know, record like a 30 second or a minute, you know, whatever, you know, you pay the money for that. And so Vince McMahon came out and said that, you know, those who are streaming on YouTube or Twitch or anything like that, uh, they're going to have to start owing money to, you know, paying part of their, the money that they earn from subs, you know, and donations, it's going to go to WWE. And then WWE will give them part of that money as part of their like bonus pay. What? Yeah. So so. That's uh, lame. Yeah. And let them do their own thing. And I can't help again but think about how successful Up Up Down Down has been, and you know Up Up Down Down will never go away because that's kind of I want to say WWE sponsored. So you know. Xavier Woods will still have that. Will he be able to stream on his own? I don't know. Cesaro, Prince Pretty, um, who else? Adam Cole has a has baby. They got a really big Twitch following. Um, there's a lot of wrestlers. AJ Styles 
has a mm. big, massive Twitch following. Um, I mean, Lana streams and stuff with Rusev. Yep, correct. And they, or they Miro, have, sorry. Oh, wow! How dare you? Forgive my manners. <laughs> He's not in the WWE. Can't use his WWE name. Um, <laughs> I know, right? It's so dumb. Um, who else? Um, Paige. You know, she's got a pretty massive Twitch following as well. Mm-hmm. So there's all these wrestlers that, you know, they don't make a lot of money. Like, they put their butts on the line every night. And, you know, especially due to COVID, that's kind of taking away their, their house show, you know, money and pay-per-view money. And, you know, this is a way to kind of supplement that. And then WWE all of a sudden says, yeah, we're going to take money from there. So... I guess the only good thing that is coming from this news is that there are some bigwigs that, you know, you know, like people who have attempted to run for president and things like that, politicians, who it's on their radar of mm-hmm. this isn't right. What you're doing is not right. So I guess the only good thing about this right situation right now is people are watching and questioning. And so if they put some pressure on Vince, then maybe he'll change course and allow, you know, channels and stuff. But, we you know. We shall see. We'll see. You know, we I, we look at these streamers. I, I don't know if Adam Cole would make as much as he does now just by streaming alone. So it's just like, I think the W, you know, these wrestlers are in a, in a really tough position. And it sucks. It really, really sucks. So, I guess... For right now, look up your favorite wrestler on Twitch and maybe give them a sub right now before this new policy kicks in. <laughs> give, them, right? give, give them a couple extra bucks, you know what I mean? I don't even know. Give so, a little bit. Right? Yeah, you know, and it's it always seems this way with WWE. There's always, you know, for every good that they do and excitement in the company... There's always some crap that happens that just kind of just takes you out of it. And anyway, Vince needs to retire. <laughs> right? But then you think of as his uh, his theme song, No Chance! That's, that's what, what you, you got. got! Yeah, it's just, he's never going away, unfortunately. Well, that's about wraps up our WWE-centered show for tonight. Um, we appreciate all of you for tuning in and listening and hopefully you'll give us some feedback, you know, especially if you have any wrestling related questions. Yeah, we kind of do a wrestling show once a month, once every yeah, couple just months. depending on what's going on. Right, right. We so, don't want to talk about it all the time, but, yeah. you know, we try to have fun. Yeah, so just if, if there's any wrestling questions or, man, even if there's like a favorite wrestling moment that you want to discuss, like, let us know on our social media pages and or on Anchor.fm. You can... On the anchor page, you can leave a voicemail that we can splice into the in the podcast recording. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. So let us know. Let us know your feedback. And then before we go, don't forget, we gave you last week a homework assignment. And unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of people complete their homework. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> so we want to remind you to please let us know on our social media pages who your top five video game characters are that would make a really good superhero team and why yes tell us why you know that's the best part explain yourself right okay we want to be fun it'll be fun you know what i mean you know we're not gonna we're not gonna make fun of your picks or anything like that there are so many video game characters i want to see you know i want to see how many people put waluigi in their list because it's waluigi you know what i mean wow that was so random well come on 
There's got to be someone who puts Waluigi on their team. I could see it. Maybe I will now. Now that I thought about it. I dare you. Now, I'll give you I'll give you a little tease. I'll give you a little tease. Kratos has a very firm spot well, Kratos on is my a definite. on my superhero team. Yeah, especially especially if, you know, in playing the most recent God of War. Boy. Boy. Yeah, with his axe and oh, oh mm. so good. So good. Yeah. So he he's definitely the powerhouse on my team and he needs to be <laughs> on there. So next time, next time we record, we will share who your teams are. So please let us know on Facebook or on Twitter at EnterCodePod. You can also let us know on anchor.fm if you'd like. Just search EnterCodePodcast. Or I guess you can leave a message on on Instagram at enter code yeah, podcast. You can DM us. Oh, DM. Slide it. Slide into those slide DMs. Slide into them DMs. Yeah. Let us know. Um, giggity. Giggity. <laughs> giggity. Uh, so again, thank you so much for tuning in, and it's been a pleasure. My name is Ryan Welch. I'm with the super awesome, handsome one, John Jefferson Jr. Super handsome chosen one. Whatever. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's not that hard. Fine. John's going to uh, close out the show with a the theme song. Go. <clears throat> Thank you for being a friend. Laughing and goofing off with us. Ooh. It's been so much fun. Thank you for listening to us now. Dang it. I wanted you to fail that and he pulled it out again. This <clears throat> is the second podcast in a row I told him to sing a song and he does it. How dare you, sir, be so talented. I aim to please. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, again, and we're going to see you next time. Do not forget your homework, though. Otherwise, I'm giving you all Fs in class. Fail. Fail. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time, be safe, be healthy. We'll see you later. All right? Have a good one. Later. Bye-bye.